We all, none of us really know. <laughs> none of us I really know. know. I know. No, I, I, I know. I know. I know. Perfect timing, Keith. Keith, what's up? Your favorite movie of all time. F9. Oh, good. How is there any other choice than Remember the Titans being number one? I'm curious. (laughs) I'm spoiling mine, but... Well, let's let's see. Here we go. Yeah, that's a good question. I'm not even going to talk. You shouldn't be talking at this point. <laughs> and he isn't talking because he's not here yet. Welcome, everybody, to Apocalypse Movies. It is Apocalypse Now. Uh, at the moment, it's a two-man show. Myself, Jake Berlin, and Mr. Brian Ablacino are here holding down the fort while everyone essentially rushes their asses to home to get on the show. I don't know what's going on today, everybody. But we're here. We're excited uh, somewhat to talk about a movie that came out last week. That we're very interested Brian to see. Brian saw it hours ago. <laughs> so yeah, Brian saw it today, so it's very fresh in his mind. Yeah. Um, I saw it last Thursday. Uh, Geo and Jacob will be here. Keith, uh, I imagine will be here, but TBD oh. obviously because of work and kids and his situation. Uh, but either way, we are here. We're excited. It's Tuesday night, uh, another show, and we're um, we're diving into the Flash, everybody. The Flash movie. Which was originally slated for 2018 has officially come out. It's in theaters, available for everyone to watch. And um, we're going to break it down tonight. We're going to talk about it. Uh, All spoilers. Everything is going to be thrown out there. So if you have not watched it, uh, you have been warned. I'll say it up again once we start our discussion a little bit later on in the show. Um, It's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting conversation tonight. That's for sure. Uh, I'm I I know Brian's thoughts a little bit. I do not know Jacob and Geo and Keith's thoughts whatsoever. Um, most of you watching probably know where I stand a little bit. I'll be diving into a little bit more tonight. Um, like Olivia's, Brian, it's going to be like a circle. Just everyone's in just I honestly. I don't know. I have a feeling I know where people stand. I'll make a bet right now. I don't know if it'll be okay. a bet because he probably agree with me. I think Jacob loves it the most out of all of us. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, I could. See I think that. Jacob loves it the most out of all of us. I could see that. Gio's gonna say it was pretty good. Keith will be probably in, in the middle. Keith will like it, but say what? It, it doesn't matter. Like it's over and done with. Like it doesn't yeah. go anywhere. So, yeah, that's fair. I. I you might be right on that, Jacob. Yeah, just, just my just my thoughts. It's just my thoughts. Uh, Brian, how you doing though, man? It's look, it's summer for you. Hanging in there, you got all this time in your hands. How you doing? I do. It's just been pretty much video games, TV shows, and movies, and books. Which those are like and learning to do stuff on my iPad. So been pretty productive. I think I've seen. Four movies since uh, I started break, which should be more. But um, weirdly enough, what? How long have you been on break? Uh, like May twenty seventh. So, so almost a month, and you've only seen four movies. Yeah, 
Uh, well, it's so weird. So where I live, uh, or excuse me, because I'm I'm in the Bay Area for the summer with my mom, um, and they closed down like all almost all the movie theaters around here for whatever reason. They all just started going under. Um, in fact, I think three. Well, are them, they regal? No, they're centuries, and that's the worst part. The Century and Cinemarks, um, which blows for me because that we have the the passes or the whatever you call it movie movie pass club. thing, movie club. Um, so for me, I need to if I wanted to use one, I have to draw a uh, drive a solid like twenty five minutes away. Um, but and they closed all the ones around to open a singular like one of those bougie like where they serve you food yeah and it's like 25 dollars for a movie ticket and it's just ridiculous so it's like it's like do you pay that much or do you want to have to drive 25 minutes and then try it's it's just kind of frustrating whereas i used to it used to be literally like a mile away so that's kind of my 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 thing but i've seen what have i seen the little mermaid spider verse yeah spider verse super mario flash i think that's it yeah i think that's it i still haven't seen fast still haven't seen um i know fast it's I I've never seen anything like it where it was just like in the movie theater and they're just like ah just release it. I At this I point, can't. I would rather spend the twenty dollars to rent it rather than go see it. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, Which is so unfortunate because the Fast and Furious franchise, when it first came out, and up until seven, I mean i I would defend I defended that franchise for so long, and then it just kind yeah. of the last couple of years or movies, I should say it's just falling apart, you know? Yeah. I, so, I mean, the ones that I, I need to, I, that I would prefer to catch in theaters is transformers. I, that Me too. if I, if I see anything next, it's probably that. Me too. Um, well, outside of Indiana Jones next week. Um, I mean, I would like to catch fast, but I'm not going to be devastated if I don't. It's not like, I mean, nothing really changes if you, I mean, yeah, it's a movie theater, mm. but what? Amaru mentioned a good one, Elemental, Pixar film. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I do. I actually I keep forgetting. Really honestly, honestly, Rue, I, I forget that movie's even out. Like it, that, I think because of the cool. flash drama. I think because of the flash drama and it just like, it just got overtaken a little bit. And because of they the star power. Well, it's also because of the star power of the Wes Anderson film asteroid city that came out last week, even though it's yeah, a very I... small movie, it still kind of just like took the spotlight because it has so many big names in it. Um, so that it's funny because I had not seen or heard a single thing about that movie until the last like three days. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden now I'm seeing it everywhere. Elemental. I felt like they only like had like a month, a month 
that they actually advertised this movie. Well, and I'm not going to say this is the case, but I'm a little nervous that this is going to become a little bit of a norm for Disney animated films. Pixar and Disney animated alike because of the streaming factor. Yeah. I have a very nervous feeling that going forward when it comes to Disney animation and Pixar animation, that it's going to be a very, very short release window slash very small marketing campaign. And then within a month, it's on Disney Plus, and that's where they make the most bang for their buck. Um, yeah. I don't... I D-Train, I, I see where you're coming from. I don't agree that, that Pixar has passed its prime. I just think that they may not be putting the effort in like they used to. Um, I mean, just think I mean, about people, it. People aren't going to see, unfortunately, unless it's like Spider-Verse. Like, I I don't, parents aren't taking that. Well, Andy literally just basically kind of said exactly that. Unless well, it's because these are too expensive. Yeah. They're, they're too mean, expensive. It's, 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 if you, if you have two kids, Right. And say only one parent goes with the two kids to the theater, it's over a hundred dollars or near a hundred dollars in price. Why are you gonna spend that money for a five year old when they're rarely gonna pay attention to the movie? Like I can't tell you how many kids in my Spider-Verse viewing, and I was sitting next to a, a gentleman, I think his wife might have been there, but he had two girls, two younger girls, one younger than the other, and the amount of times they got up for the bathroom, the amount of times that they flipped seats. Uh, that she was kind of just like kicking around in her seat. It, I, I've been saying this for the last couple of weeks since I saw Spider Verse, and I, I know it's an absolutely ridiculous statement, but there needs to be an age limit on theaters. You should not be allowed to go to the movies if you're like under, I think, five, it, six years old. I think it's ridiculous. Do, I think that they should do that, but like after like six o'clock or something like that, like. Maybe, but like at that point too. But I mean, just imagine someone like me who now, but even more so in about six months, Sunday mornings, early Sunday mornings, early Saturday mornings might be a saving grace for me to be able to catch an early movie with a baby running around the house or around the house. Your baby's going to be running in six yeah, he's months. Gonna come out, he's going to come out of the womb running. Um <laughs> Most Safe. of the time, that's when parents are able to take their kids, right? Yeah. That experience then ruins my experience. That's fine. And it's it's not a knock against kids. Like it's it's just a nature of it, people. Jake hates children. It's just it's one. a natural problem that occurs when you have young kids. I also have an experience from Gabby's end because Gabby was a nanny for a long time. I've taken kids to movies with her and I've seen those kids not be able to sit still during movies. Oh yeah. I've you take them to see too. a two hour movie. You get them candy and popcorn and drinks and you have, and you think that you can sit them in a seat for two hours and they're not going to move. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know. And, and Andy makes a great point. Maybe there's designated screenings for just children. Yeah. I don't know. I, and I, I don't want it to become that kind of conversation because movies, I think, obviously are for everyone. And I'm I'm a huge advocate for theaters. But I think that there's beginning to be a fine line. And pushing out animation films specifically to, from theaters might eventually become that. I'm bringing in Gio because he's asking me to real quick before we continue. What's up, guys? 
Wow. Hey, buddy. You guys ready for this? One more, for all time's sake, one more DCEU conversation. <laughs> We've had so many battles on this channel, so many debates. Okay, some of us got triggered every now and then, and I'm obviously talking about myself. I can't speak for anyone else, but we're – well, okay, I'm glad we're talking about box office, okay, because, like, film Twitter is – Honestly, like I don't know if it's being sponsored by Comedy Central this month or something because like all of a sudden everyone's a box office expert. Everyone cares about box office and opening numbers and second week drops and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's just second I'm week drops has been all of a sudden like everything I see on Twitter. It's ridiculous. I, I mean, they've always been a conversation, but more so lately because there's been bigger second week drops than ever. And honestly, can I? All right. It started with BBS. No, no, no. It started with Batman v Superman. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it, hey, I'll, that, hey that, I'll, I'll take that. And like, no, no, honestly, like, okay, I like it, it's a fact, right? BBS had a what, a 68% drop its second week? The movie was before almost 10 that, years ago. I have no idea. But before that, you didn't hear about second week drops really at all. It was more about opening weekend. We used to get excited during the early days of Apocalypse movies. We used to get excited about opening weekend for the i'd say phase one and part of phase two of the mcu because like they were still building out that universe and we were like yeah that means we're gonna get more thor we're gonna get more captain america we're gonna get more well hulk until we found out that you know universal owns the film rights which the incredible hulk well no no the incredible hulk marvel owns the film rights too but i from what i've read universe and i could be wrong but universal still owns the film rights to the Hulk. It's just the incredible Hulk, which uh, I don't know. Like that's, I thought I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'll look while you guys are talking, but I thought that all I of the no rights reverted. But you know what? It's just, okay. Like I think you guys are bringing up a, a, a very real conversation about our expectations post COVID about how a movie performs at the box office, because like, okay, you want to talk about the flash, having a 55 million yeah that's disappointing absolutely 100 percent disappointing but transformers rise of the beast also had a disappointing debut and so did elemental which is a correct me if I'm wrong it's a disney animation pixar collaboration right well every almost every pixar movie for the last however long has been disney animation pixar yeah. since 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 lassiter left or maybe even before that for, for i don't i don't know while, but yeah. it's just the whole thing is changing now and now, look, Fast X, um, you're available to rent. It's available. I mean, like, was, the, yeah. uh, the movie weak, just came though. out last month. It's crazy. Like, so it's not just DC. It's not just Marvel. It's not just a genre or, like, it's the whole thing. I think, Brian, you talked about it. Like, Spider-Verse was a movie that drove people out because of, the feats that it accomplished on an animation level, on a storytelling level. I mean, I can That's never. What I wanted to hit with D train put. Uh, so explain why Super Mario made over a billion and Spider Verse made over 500 million. To what Geo saying. Different demographics. What, it's no, not even that. Those are known properties that kids are fully. It's Mario. Aware oh, of. no, but it's not just that. It's, it's adults want to see it. It's that too, but I'm saying like kids know who Super Mario is. 
kids know who spider-man is yeah they don't know who the elemental people are so they're not going to be clamoring to see that movie as bad as oh my god super mario is on the screen now no mario is a and and i'll say this okay this is how huge mario is compared to spider-man you guys remember the 2016 olympics at the tail end of the ceremony they announced 2020 would be in tokyo japan what did they do for, for uh, that yeah. announcement? They right. had the uh, 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 representative of Japan go through Mario. The Mario theme was playing. He came out of a green pipe, and it was an announcement, and everybody knew what it was about. Okay, it was 2020 yeah. Olympics in in Japan, Tokyo, but also Mario. Like it's just it, it, yeah. there, there's no competition. We all love Spider Man. Spider Man doesn't hold a candle next to Mario. You're talking about just yeah. Anyways, so. You're good. You're good. Uh, well, before we continue on, our fourth member is finally here. He has arrived, Mr. Jacob Barley. What is up, guys? Sorry for my tardiness. It's all good. You weren't. He the said DCEU, <laughs> not not important. So yeah, it, I jumped in in a heated. You were late argument, too, so but you I was late that as too. Well? No, I just I you just backed was, yourself into a corner. No, I was exactly, looking forward yeah. to this conversation, but at the same time, I was also like. Can my mental health handle it? Like one more final DC. I definitely was like DCU. I can take my time. No oh, rush. Stop. No pun intended with the flash, by the way. <laughs> but um, how's it going, guys? Heated sounded like not a heated debate, but a heated discussion. I would say. I mean, Very it was a good, good discussion, passionate. and Gio came up and turned that amp up to eleven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's ready to go. Look at him. He's got his beer. He's ready. Wow. Might yeah, as might is... as well might as well get everything rolling here. Uh look, it's we're gonna here. be an interesting conversation. We are here oh, to discuss the flash. Uh again, as I mentioned up top at the uh, beginning of the show, a movie that was originally dated in 2018. Uh Ugh. is officially finally here. Full spoilers going forward. Full spoilers. We are not holding anything back. Uh you will hear about the cameos, you will hear about the ending, you will hear about it all. So if you have not seen it. You have been warned. You can either stay, hang out if you don't care about it, or <laughs> if you are looking forward to seeing the movie, this is your uh, your point of stoppage. So um, that will be the final time I mention anything regarding spoilers. Um, I think the way we're going to do this is per usual. We're going to go around and kind of give our quick little sum up reaction to what we thought of The Flash, and then we will start diving into specifics. We're leaving the entire show for it, so we have an hour. Uh, to, to discuss everything we possibly can regarding this movie, um, unless you guys have any uh, any other ideas for us. No, uh, sounds good. All right, <laughs> so much to talk about. <laughs> uh, there is a lot to talk about, and as we did with Guardians, um, if if there's enough that we have to talk about, we can do it again next week as well. But for now, we're aiming for the hour, and we will see what happens. Uh, Brian, let's just start with you. Go around the horn. Uh, initial elevator pitch reaction to the Flash. This is wow. Okay. Interesting. That's a. I I I watched it. I yeah, enjoyed exactly. it. And uh, no. Okay. All right. I'm going I, too far. Well, I don't want to, because if I start talking, and you already know, I'm going to start going into it. So well, initial thoughts, like summary. Come on. Um. I liked everything about the movie that wasn't the Flash. Okay. There. Too far into it. 
Uh, the Flash movie was everything I needed it to be, but also left more to be desired. Okay. Uh, Mr. Jacob, now that you can finally say you watched <laughs> the poster that's sitting behind you. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, look, this movie's not perfect by any means, but I enjoyed it very much. And I honestly, <laughs> I have no shame in that. Like, there's things that I didn't like for sure. Yeah. But, and all I can do is give you my honest opinion. And I, as a comic book movie fan, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Jake, did we talk about this before or after we started? Uh, we talked about it on live air and I said, I put money on it that Jacob likes it the most out of all of us. <laughs> but I will say, um, and this, my, my main, the reason I enjoyed it so, so much is mostly because of Batman and Supergirl. Honestly. Which Batman? Uh, the key in Batman only because Affleck's barely in it. Like it's it has yeah. nothing to like yeah. if Affleck was in it, if he was in the same role, I I would have liked it just as much. But like, you know, he was that was kind of just his goodbye. I liked what we got of Affleck. Yeah. I, I it, it left cool. more to be desired, but I I like I very much like what 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 we got. It it made sense when he said during the press tour last year, what was your press tour? He was promoting tender bar on prime video, mm -hmm. but he finally understood how to play this character. Once the character like got out of, you know, the, the, the hell bent rage of, you know, like taking down a Kryptonian, like we saw Batman in this movie. So, yeah. Yeah. Jake, uh, your yeah. thoughts? I am. <sighs> Come on. It was fine. It was fine. Cool. Um, cool. I, Wait, does everybody know that Flash is like your top two comic book character, right? Top two DC character. He's, no, he's my favorite DC character. Yeah. Um, I wasn't my, him and Aquaman, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's my favorite DC hero. And that might point me in a direction of being a little bit more um, stingy on what I'm watching regarding the character. Uh, critical. Yeah. Critical, I guess, is the best best word. Um it was I, I'm not gonna say I hated it because I didn't. I liked I liked a lot of things that were in it. I disliked probably a lot more than I liked. Yeah. Uh, and it's just yeah, I mean I'll explain it more when we get into it, but that's kind of where I stand as far as like the best way I can describe it is I'm glad I watched it, but it's forgettable. It's just it's a forgettable movie for me. Um and there's specific reasons as to why. Okay. Uh, I think probably the place that we should start is obviously the main role. Um, biggest part of the movie played three different roles uh, throughout the whole movie. Ezra Miller, or they, they played three different roles, excuse me. Um, you know, the role of Barry Allen in the main timeline, the role of Barry Allen in uh, the adjusted timeline, and then Dark Flash in the small moments that we got him as well. Right. Um, so let's just start with the performance of Ezra Miller the the character of Barry Allen, how they used him, um, because it is the biggest part of the movie. Uh, yeah. And we all have opinions on this. So I don't know if someone wants to go first. Go ahead, Gio, start us off. And then everyone, yeah. please filter in as we go, interrupt, inject, all that stuff. Can I just real quick say something? And like, I think I speak for the whole channel, but please, guys, interrupt me if I don't. Okay. So we're all aware of the allegations, accusations, and stuff that happened with Ezra Miller over the last two years. And I'll just say this. If we are to praise Ezra's performance or a moment or something, 
that does not mean that we condone what happened off screen. I just want to make that clear. Like, absolutely, Ezra, pay your dues, stay out of the trouble, you know, seek help five, six years down the road, try to make a comeback. Mm -hmm. But for the sake of the conversation, I just wanted to point that out. Okay. So if I, if any of us say we like this about the Flash character or the Barry Allen character, it does not mean we all of a sudden find what happened off screen acceptable. Is that, is that fair? Yeah. Okay, cool. I agree. I was muted. <laughs> that being said, I thought Ezra Miller was pretty good in this, in this movie, having to take on multiple roles. I thought he was pretty good. I thought some of the best moments on an emotional level was between Barry Allen and Nora Allen, especially that grocery store scene when he, finally has to come to terms that I'm going to have to do this. And I know it will directly lead to my mother's death. I thought what Maribel Verdu, I think her name is uh, who played Nora Allen and Ezra. I thought they played very well off each other. And I thought that moment delivered again. I think some of the best moments are between the mother and the son. And I thought it was very, creative of the filmmakers to present an origin story and jacob we talked about this i believe after the movie and even during the movie an origin story presented to us in a different like almost like a third person like like we're like barry allen of our timeline and us as the audience are watching this other barry allen go through an origin story of sorts and seeing barry allen our main timeline barry have to deal with himself. And it's almost like meta seeing the Barry Allen of the main timeline come to terms and realize like, wow, like this is what you guys have to deal with. I'm (laughs) wow. I don't even know if I could deal with it. So yeah, I thought Ezra Miller did a good job. I do not anticipate he will be back in any sort of sequel or anything related DC. You can take that for what it is, but I thought it, I thought Ezra did a pretty good job. I'll just say that. I, I'm not going to say he wasn't good because I think he, it's the best that he's been since we've seen him as the character. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fair. With that said, I did not connect with Barry Allen whatsoever in this movie at all. Uh, any other one any other in either of them on an emotional level anything and again mentioning what i said earlier it might be my stinginess of the character of barry allen um it's well known here you guys know this but i've never been on board with him being barry allen from the very beginning right i just don't buy him as the character of barry allen um he was better in this movie than he was in past as the character maybe because uh given a little bit more time to play the character and kind of dive into the character, but I could not find myself connecting with the character as I would watching any other solo movie for a character or like, like, Arthur, like Arthur Curry. Yeah. Or... Arthur or just not even a superhero movie, just a, a movie in general following the main character. I just could not connect with that character. I don't know yeah. what it was, I don't know if it was the performance. I don't know if it was the way they wrote the character. I don't know if it was what was going on around the movie. But I just, I didn't feel, it just didn't feel right. 
I don't know why. Okay. And I'm going to mention it a lot during this hour, but I have a connection to the Flash character, and I always have. And I have this vision of what I want for him in, in my head, and it just it's not meeting, or it hasn't met what I want for the character of Barry Allen. Um, I think what they did with the character is very interesting. Uh, you know, the dealing with himself basically in the past. Um, but everything just seemed so kind of out of loop in my mind as I was kind of watching it. Uh, and some of the things that were happening to him and the decisions he was making were kind of like a 180 from what we've seen in the past from him, from this as like this Barry Allen that was created for BVS and justice league and everything. It felt out of place from what we had met with that character. Um, and I don't know if they were just going at it. Like, don't think of it that way. Like, don't think of the things that have been happening, etc. Um, but they felt like two, two completely different characters from what we met before. Um, and maybe that's why I wasn't connecting as much. I don't know. It, it, it sucks to say it really, really does. Um, and I know that people shouldn't hold grudges and whatnot, but I think I'm just holding on to the fact that I just don't see him as the character. Like right. it just, it really, I don't want it to be that way. Cause I hate holding <laughs> that, but I have such a connection to that character in that world and the villains and everything about him. And I just don't see it in Ezra. I just don't. Well, he's very different from the, any iteration we've ever gotten. Like, even the the Grant Gustin one is different from the comics version a little bit. He's a little bit closer to that, but like the way Ezra Miller plays the character and the way they wrote the character and Zack Schneider envisioned the character was is not similar to the comics, and that's okay. You can adapt, but from a hardcore fan, that's hard to to get over that. And to be fair, Jake, I remember even it was BBS was his first. Or wait, no, BBS what was his first uh appearance BBS. the 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 security camera footage when he came through the timeline okay. ever since well, the first time too, we, yeah, yeah. we saw Ezra Miller and this was way before the allegations Jake was not on board i remember that like yeah cuz we knew Ezra Miller from like train wreck and you know Perks of being a wallflower yeah. and like to, in your opinion they just weren't a good fit for the for Barry Allen and i kind of agree with that but then once i got his character in the movies i liked it and I I enjoyed Ezra's performance in this movie, especially playing the younger version I, and the way they played off of each other and how the older version, I really appreciated how he was like, wait a minute, you talk way too much. You're annoying. And is like, is this what I sound like? Like I, that was one of the better moments between the characters yeah. because he was starting to realize like kind of how obnoxious he comes off as and how annoying he is sometimes. And that's, you know, a little bit of growth. Like we shouldn't have to travel back in time and see our younger selves in order to grow, but maybe this character needed that. So I, I don't think that's easy to go, to go into a movie and play such different versions of yourself. Like, I don't, I don't think that's easy. So as yeah. far as that goes, I think they did a great job. And yeah, I mean, I, the thing is, regardless, we're not going to see them in the role again, no matter what. So yeah. We just have to take this movie for what it is. And and yeah, I mean, the, the thing for me is, as much as I enjoyed Ezra, it's like this movie, will, I, when I go back and rewatch this movie, and, and we'll have a different actor playing The Flash in the future, like, I won't be going back because of Ezra, but I did appreciate their performance. I think that's part of the reason why I have a little bit of frustration towards the movie is that ultimately it's, 
it's not really a flash movie like in a way yeah they, they adapted paradox but they also completely yeah. changed paradox and i think i said this yesterday uh it's a dceu greatest hits movie it's not a flash movie Oh, I would say it's a, it's a DC greatest hits because of the cameos, the fact that you yeah DC, Keaton, I, Keaton, and I guess yeah. I was leaning a little bit more towards DCU because Batman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman all show up. Yeah, the Justice yeah. League, everybody but Cyborg showed up, and that's because he wasn't Cyborg and Superman. Right? Like, I guess. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. actually, well, Superman Supergirl, did show up yeah. in, well, uh, on a TV screen, so that he did show count. up. Technically. <laughs> um, it, it, yeah, I got it, yeah. but. Like, I think that's why I was just a little bit frustrated. And I get it. I know Paradox, the storyline of Paradox has the DC characters in it. I get that. But at the end of the day, that movie is still a Flash movie. Or Flash story, excuse me. That story <laughs> is still a Flash story. And I don't like doing this comparison. I don't. But the best comparison I can make as far as a movie is Captain America Civil War was an Avengers movie, but it was still a Steve Rogers story. We didn't get that for this. It didn't feel like we got that from my end. From my end. It felt like, let's just throw everything together. Let's bring Michael Keaton back. The Supergirl stuff I absolutely loved, but my God, did they not use her? Ridiculous. <laughs> let's plaster Zod all over marketing, but he's in the movie for 30 seconds. Like, it just... Yeah, it just, it just felt... It didn't feel like a Flash movie to me. Like every other second, it was something else going on. And that'll lead me to something else that we'll talk about later on. But the whole the whole Man of Steel thing where he was there and everything, I absolutely hated. So, uh, but we'll talk about that. Yeah, I, I, for me, it, it was a Flash movie up until when the Man of Steel event started. Then it went way off and like, we got to stop Zah. We got to do this and this and this. And then it decided to go back to where it was trying to be in the beginning which is barry trying to save his mom it just took but brian get in on this man i pretty much echo everything jake has said i literally could not stand him during this movie like i, I don't know what it was which is ironic because I actually it's it it's not it's not him because I actually think he's great in Fantastic Beasts. They're great in Fantastic Beasts, but I, I was it was driving me nuts by the end of it, like especially his um what do you want to call it the alternate Flash whatever the. Not the main timeline one. Yeah. This is the younger one, I guess. Young Barry. They, they call him older young Barry. And younger Flash. Yeah. Barry. Young, young, Barry. Older no. younger Barry. Younger, whatever. He was driving me nuts. <laughs> like it it just felt so forced in my opinion. Like he was trying so hard. I don't I don't know. I just I did not enjoy him them in this role i i just i don't even i honestly have a hard time thinking of one thing that i enjoyed with them being in it 
like yeah i mean i if the humor if the humor that the character has played ever since bbs doesn't work for you then this movie's going to be really rough yeah and maybe that didn't work for you i don't know Nussbaum's right ra- okay Nussbaum just said alternate Barry's laugh was like hearing Seth Rogen's laugh I wish it was <laughs> Seth Rogen's laugh I like Seth Rogen's laugh though <laughs> I could not stand I'm like on the verge of sneezing so uh <laughs> every time he laughed like I got annoyed like mad almost like it was just so it just didn't seem authentic which bothered me um I don't know. I I just found myself just not not buying him as Flash. Them as Flash. Sorry. For the record, sure. for all of us, if we mispronoun, it's literally just because it's a habit, not because we're doing it. Well, purpose. and it's hard because right. the character is a him. Like, yeah. So are you talking about Barry? You can refer to Barry as a him. Yeah. Also. Oh, I, I yeah. just say Ezra to try and yeah. you know, stay uh, sick of that. But, but Brian, maybe... Maybe that was part of the intention. Again, I'm not saying that I'm not disputing or arguing that it didn't work for you. I'm just saying maybe that was part of the intention for audiences to get so annoyed with this young Barry because <laughs> I was annoyed like, with both of them. Sure. Okay. But like the intention was for audiences to get annoyed with this young Barry and then see present Barry be like, what, what, what the hell am I dealing with? But you know, I mean, he That's... to me it was like he was only he as in Barry was only tolerable the older one when he was around the younger one because the younger one was so annoying. Which yeah. I think that that is a little bit of they were trying to do that, but I think it's also because he wasn't really doing that much when he was around the younger one because the younger one was all over the place um yeah when he first gets his powers and like goes through the floors mrs johnson the neighbor and then like yeah. you literally Lights get the city on fire naked yeah. ezra out there just... another thing like <laughs> it was just like oh come on like and it's ironic because when i i went and saw it today so i'm probably the freshest of sure everyone like i've only it was ended for me three hours ago um I, when I was in the theater, I was the youngest person by like 20 years in the theater. So you wow. had the Keaton audience who grew up on yes, Keaton there. 100%. Yeah. Well, Which you went on a Monday, something. right? Which, but I guess yeah. it's summer vacation though. So it doesn't yeah. matter. But, um, and there was only like six people in the or whole Or a Tuesday, entire, sorry. Yeah. yeah. There was only like six people in the whole entire theater. And when, when everything was over, this older woman, probably like 60s, uh, she got up and she goes, well, thank God for Keaton, because that movie stunk. <laughs> so like, wow. You know what's funny is my, so my uncle But and she only family, went in there to see Keaton. Probably. Pro- 100%. Yeah. So, so it's a win-win. But yeah, I, I, at the, yeah. I think to that, just picking off that real quick with what she was saying and it's not for me, but I took it. I came out of this movie thinking of a lot of other people watching this movie. The movie can be extremely confusing, like extremely with confusing with the rules that it's setting up with the multiverse and the speed force and traveling back in time and what they can do and can't do. And there's not like 
a ton of explanation for stuff that's going on. And the biggest one that I can throw out there is there's not an explanation on who killed Barry's mom. It's never yeah. said or mentioned whatsoever. That was that's hilarious. right. I didn't even obviously think like that. people of the comic the know like history in the comic book says it's reverse flash. He goes back in time to destroy flash, et cetera, et cetera, to become him, whatever. But it's never touched on in this movie once. Right. And for average people, that's that never having a conclusion to that is going to be extremely confusing as to, okay, well, one, okay, his mom died, but by who? Two, why, like, I get why his dad's in jail, but why is he really in jail? Three, like, who killed the mom? Like, there's just all these questions that are happening. Do you guys think that the dad was in the movie? It it was just a rat, a burglar, like just a burglar, and that's it. So, or do you think there's more? It was reverse flash, and they were going to. It was reverse flash because of the way they set it up as far as time goes. And I I believe I I heard that's what Andy Muschietti said in the interview that he confirmed it was reverse flash, and the speculation is Ah. that. Because there, there is a script out there, a, a treatment for a sequel, which will never happen. But I guess that's what Andy was leading to, was that in the second movie, it was going to be a revelation mm, that okay. it was Reverse that's cool, Flash. Yeah, that, that, that's, this that's was way of, before James Gunn and Peter. That's that's kind I of theater feeling like he killed his mom. Like literally, like it was, it was dark flash, dark flash. Yeah. That's who the well, character was. That was dark flash. Yeah. Uh, a weird, a very strange interpretation of dark flash. Gordon, we're on the same wavelength. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, I felt like there was just a lot of untouched things and maybe it's just a result that, Hey, you know what? We're going to do this, but we're going to explain a lot more in the sequel. Like I, I get that sometimes that happens, but at the same time, you also have to make a complete movie. Right. Like a movie that is that stands on its own, right? And the mother's death and not explaining who killed her was a big standout for me. For people who, and again, I'm looking at this for people who don't know the history of the character, right? Because you cannot make a movie based on comic book audience. Like it's going to get you a big chunk of money, mm-hmm. but it's not going to get you everything. No, it, it like, doesn't cross the billion or reach two billion. Yeah, well, maybe it'll then, maybe, maybe, maybe it'll was, cross the billion. And then so. there was the part of the speed force that I was slightly bothered by. Like a lot of it is pretty close to what they tell in the comics and the way they do things. But the part that really bothered me is that he was just all of a sudden doing it. Like it just happened. Like he just, he ran away from the house and he was in the speed force and then yeah. he was able to turn back time. Like right is away. That Isn't that me? how it is in paradox? Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't that like, yeah, like, like, like he's going it. through extreme emotion and he just, well, runs in a way, but there was more setup. This just right. like happened. Well, right. it, it, if I'm not mistaken, like he just leaves. Right. And all this, the next scene, it cuts and he's the next in the scene. He's in the multi. Yeah. Like, it's not yeah. like he's running in the street. And then all of a sudden he's like, wait, what's going on? And then I literally start to change around him. He's just yeah. already in there. That was literally one of my memorable mm. thoughts that I remember going, wait, is he in the speed yeah. force or did he, what's go Like, I was very confused at that. I've, that is the one part that I remember going, being probably the most confused until I saw him stick his head through. Did I know that he was in mm. like the speed force? I thought he was just running really fast. They should have did like a, 
title card speed force like now well, he's well, in no. speed force. well no we saw it in snyder cut though that that was mm. that that yeah, was the origin was, of the speed force but, but he didn't but, even like set up he was just in it like i was just like i thought he was just running away from the scene like they should have treated this movie as if no well, one had ever seen a flash movie or seen well, didn't know who the flash was the general audience doesn't know who the flash is or that's what i'm saying the flash movie that, like they should have treated it that way like i think the best way to have and again this is just coming from an average fan who doesn't write film etc i would have loved for that moment to take place where he runs so fast because of the emotions he's going through where he enters something he's never been into before but he stops or and he's like, like what like is a, happening what just like, happened and then Something. He did stop. And then he maybe talks to Bruce or whatever and does it again. Right. And yeah. he did that to a point, but he immediately went in and turned back time. Like in immediately. Like almost the second he ran in, he turned back time instead of stopping and then doing it all over again. Like I get it. I'm kind of saying what happened in the movie. I understand that. But there's an extent <laughs> to explaining it more to how it happens rather than just making it happen. And I felt like a lot of the stuff, and it goes back to what I was saying about rules. A lot of like, there's rules to movies, like, especially when it comes to time travel, what's the rule of time travel, right? Back to the future has a time travel rule. Avengers has a time travel rule. There's all kinds of rules for movies. It felt like the rules were just all over the place. And that, you had a rule here, but this rule over here broke it and it exceeded this rule. And I, I just felt like they were able to do whatever they wanted to without like effects, I guess is the best way to explain it in my head. I don't know if that's coming out right, but like, you mean they could do like it all without any consequences on yeah, in a way, stuff, yeah, in a way, in a way. Yeah. And I, I get like at the end, like him doing it, over and over and over again had a consequence, but that was him doing it for years and years and years, not like within a few minutes of each other or right away. And I, I get that I'm probably pissing a lot of people off by talking about it because the consequence was that he changed the timeline and Michael Keaton was now Batman. And like, there's the consequence. Well, the thing is, there's that. no, well, we won't see a continuation of this specifically. So like, there's no consequence there, but I guess yeah. we'll see. Changes. Well, I, it's it, and it's tough because you know you guys talked about like this leading nowhere, and and it does like it, it's come it's it's out there now that there were three alternate endings to this movie. That's how I mean, directors, writers, and then like even while this movie was in production, there was still a whole lot of crap happening. Like I. I None of us on this panel, correct me if I'm wrong, but none of us on this panel blame Andy Muschietti for this. I mean, he was dealt just a monumental task. Like, I put it up there with James Wan doing Furious 7. Like, Since you brought up his name, I will say this. I left, I went in not happy that he was directing Batman. I went yeah. out being like, okay, he could probably actually do Batman pretty well. The, yeah. the the movie's problems has nothing to do with writing or direction, in my opinion. Like Christina Hoston, man, she's. Uh... The I think there's, there's moments was dope. Like that, yeah. Opening part might have been my favorite part. Honestly. Which part in the street? Like, like when and, he's like just yeah. the opening, of the action scene with with Batman. Yeah. yeah. The problem is, it was it was in all the trailers. Mm. Not the whole thing. 
Right. Pretty but much it, the entire thing was in the trailer. Yeah. Everything. Did they ever show the part where he's hanging off the truck with the with the thing? And he's no, like but they showed him coming through an through explosion. The, they yeah. showed him on the the rail gun sliding against the freeway. Yeah. Like they I like when he was being pulled into the street that's, and like bouncing through that, the street. That was, that's, and I get like it's a conversation we have with a lot of movies, and I get that they had to do it because of this movie. But they showed so effing much of this movie in trailers. Mm-hmm. Oh, so much of this. Trailer. Let alone the the fan screenings, like the so, advanced screenings. I've so I many. Feel like I watched most of the movie in trailers. Like if I went back and watched, I could I could probably piece <laughs> most of it together. And I obviously, mean, it didn't much. work for box office. Like the per, the market, it didn't like, work. No, yeah. it, it, I will I, say this. I mean, I there's so much of, that goes into that. So just because we were just because we were talking about it real quick. Um, and this is just a slight pivot, and I apologize. But one, the biggest crime in DC over the last ten years is that Ben Affleck is not Batman anymore. He was. He is. He is mm-hmm. a yes. perfect Batman, in my opinion. Yes. The yeah. fact that he is not yep. playing Batman going forward absolutely sucks. <laughs> Two, I am also in, in. I I was not like not a fan of him directing Batman. I put it on Twitter, but. I just want to see other directors have their hands on things. I don't want it being like in the same circle right. over and over and over again, but I'm happy that he's doing it because I think he writes movies very well. I think he directs movies very well, especially if it's something like it, where it's a lot more grounded and serious and kind of like story driven three. Is George Clooney going to be his Batman? <laughs> I don't Who's? think so, but Who's? that would be funny. Andy Musia. I hope I- no, I don't think so. I the only reason why I say this is because the movie is based on an older Batman with a younger Damien. Yeah. And they essentially erased Ben Affleck as Batman with this movie. You realize they that, did. Right? And they also He's found gone. they found a way to put Ezra Miller's Barry Allen in a Yes, separate, that's that's they, why I'm a little scared. They effectively ended the DCEU by I'm, saying I'm a little nervous it's now the Clooneyverse. They I'm a little nervous that they just found a loophole to keep him as Flash. No, I think it's the opposite. No, no I think no, they Jake, used no, that to say no. that Flash yep. is that's where it's, it's now just, in its own corner. People are gonna ask once we start getting this know, together. Man. It's like, wait a minute, Amanda Waller's still there. How? Why does Barry Allen look different? Well, so here, like, here's the reason. Here's Barry the reason Allen's why. Here's the reason why now. I say this is because Marvel has variants, right? They have. Mm-hmm. You know, you have uh, the Stephen Tranges and the Reed Richards. And from what we've seen so far, all of the Dr. Stranges are Benedict Cumberbatch. Right. Right. In this Mm -hmm. movie, all the Bruce Waynes are different. Different. Yeah. All the Barry Allens are the same. And from what I understood from the way they explain things, only in this timeline was Arthur Curry ever born. Like he's the only Arthur Curry from what I got from this movie. So yeah, I don't know. The reason why I say that is because if he, so he essentially created a new version of his own timeline, right? Right. The spaghetti and the. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I actually kind of dug the spaghetti explanation. Right. It was a pretty good explanation. I actually didn't like until he put the spaghetti in the bowl and stuff, was I like, <laughs> oh, okay. Like, so, like you will have eventual crossings yeah. that, you know, no matter so what. So re- real quick, just to touch on it, I don't think this is happening. I know that James Gunn is going to create something new, but the reason why I'm saying this is because for the average movie audience, look at what happened. 
He comes back to his own timeline, whatever. I'm going to turn on my light. Ben Affleck is no longer Batman. It's George Clooney. Who the hell is playing Wonder Woman, if she's even there? We know that Arthur Curry is the only Arthur Curry that was born in his timeline, which means that it only would be Jason Momoa. You just found a way to create a new universe. If they wanted to do that, which is why, again, I'm going back to the confusion factor. If I was an average fan coming out of this movie and I understood multiverse stuff and kind of what's happening, I would walk out of this movie saying new, new, new universe, new world, new Batman, Clooney's coming back, hmm. etc." I mean, does you can take it that way. I mean, it's it definitely doing? has um, like and I would walk out saying Nick Cage is getting a spinoff Superman movie. It's, it's, <laughs> that, yeah, it's like, if you didn't know, it's yeah. like, here's the no. ending. But they left like all these different possibilities to stem from the ending. Like you, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but you technically could do what Jake's saying. You could, oh yeah. But you could also just say like, now he's he sees the repercussions, but he's trapped there and has to deal with it. And now, and then you just never. And he's it. willing to do with it, deal with that because his father's free. Yeah. yeah. So has, why would he mess he with saved, time ever again? He saved Which means George one. Clooney would be our fucking Batman. Yeah, no, but, but I'm saying no, no, no. We're not going no, Jake, back to that universe. Not, no, no, we're no. Not. We're not going back. I don't to want that. to. And again, I'm I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm telling Jake, you. I'm, I'm telling just, you, we're not going back to the universe. I know that. No, no I know that. I'm that telling you that this is smell. what the movie left us with. Like the general audience. The general audience. The general Geo, audience doesn't Geo, care. you're giving too much credit to the general audience. I'm no, sorry. You are. they, like, no. I'll say nobody, this. Ain't nobody think Tobey Maguire getting a fourth Spider-Man. I, we would love no, to see he's it. Saying but... they don't, not that they understand it, but they just don't care enough. Yet, yet we all yeah. believe Andrew Garfield's yeah. getting more Spider-Man movies. Like we, it, we pray he is. I can hear. Craven post credits. Again, look, I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm telling. I'm all I'm saying is, from my perspective, this is what we were left with. When an average movie, like imagine someone who grew up in the 90s watching George Clooney as Batman, probably hated it, right? But they come out of this movie saying, oh my God, George Clooney's back because <laughs> back is Batman. Yeah. Oh. No, no, I, I'm not saying that. No, Jake, I, I'm not saying that's that's not what they would think. I know, Gio, I'm with you. I know it's no, no, not. I'm with you. I asked you. that yeah, yeah. question. Brave and Bold. Brave and Bold is 2027. Okay, I know that like, we're we're not going back to that universe. I'm, yeah. but I'm explaining it from an sure. average. Like my, I'll use my dad as an example. I I bet every cent, the five cents that is in my bank account right now, that my dad would walk out of that theater going, "George Clooney's Batman." I guarantee it. He meant yeah, five 100%. bitcoins that he has in his bank account. A hundred percent. Your dad would do that, just like my sister would do that too. No, and it, it's it. That's what I'm kind of explaining. Yeah, no, about, that's. Like, like the confusion of it, yeah. like they left. I got you. There's like, there's a lot, a lot on the table, like yeah. a they had... lot on the table that they just kind of left but there. But those people also don't, they don't know about James Gunn taking over DC. They don't know yeah. we have like a semi reboot coming. Like they, those general audience members have no idea about that stuff. So like we see it and we know, oh, okay, we're probably not going to see Clooney or Ezra again. But then I could totally see what you're saying, Jake. People would, t- 100% think that because they don't know the structures of all these studios and the universes and all that, but we do. So, but it's kind of not fair. Yeah. Then again, you could, 
you could say that about the MCU too. Like, oh, I can't wait to see Krasinski and Fantastic Four when it comes out. Only oh, they're I, gonna be. I don't disagree with you. No, 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 no. no. I'm not. I'm not. It better yeah, be yeah. Krasinski. And I'm not. No, it's not. Forever, but it's. It, it better be Krasinski. But but you know, like I'm 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 not saying Marvel versus. I'm saying like it it like they're they're already Always going Marvel. through. They're already going through what uh, Jake is talking about right now. But again, like for Clooney was only a last minute addition because they had to figure out what to do. Like Keaton was a initially a big part of the DCEU before DCU was even like he was he was going to be in Batgirl. He was going to be in Aquaman and Lost. Ke- By the way, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. I'm I'm scared for that movie. Like, I, yeah, man, tell me about it. Aquaman's like, my favorite yeah. DC movie. Oh my god. That's the only yeah. reason why they, they did a post credit scene with uh, Jason Momoa's Aquaman. Oh, because is to, what a, is, is to all, remind what a people shitty post credit scene. I'm sorry. Oh my god, no, I agree. I'm with you. Scene. What it's the terrible. hell is that? They might as well have just honestly not done one. It was just a way to like, but hey, we they have, had they had to remind audiences, every... hey, we got this movie coming out in December that we're not going to get rid it's of. It's just like, such man. a bummer because, like. Those are literally my two favorite DC characters, and they're being shit on. Like it's just it's funny because yesterday, like, it's the worst. Yesterday, Jake and I were talking, and I was like, "Thank, thank God that they never touched Green Lantern." Like, oh right. Well, they touched Green Lantern, but yeah, yeah. Oh, and not barely. enough, not canonized. But, <laughs> yeah, but Green Lantern's like the cleanest coming out of this whole thing. Hundred percent. Which yeah. is funny because before this started, he was so toxic untouchable like people never wanted that character again but it's like thank god can you imagine if they would have had the bad taste of reynolds then another one that's going on through this and then have to restart it you wouldn't see Mm -hmm. that character for another 10 years but now it can be one of the earlier we're getting it yeah Yeah. it is it's the earlier (laughs) one so yeah but you know this whole like you know, uh, Ezra being in the Clooneyverse and whatnot kind of makes me scared of Sasha Kaye Supergirl because she was She's so not good. Be anymore. Oh, well, I think she is. Oh my no, god! Why do you, why I, don't I you think that's so? up in, well, well, hold on. Is it she said. She said. Hold on. Wait. She said. I know. I know. Earlier today or, I know or yesterday said. that she did meet with DC about the I, possibilities. I there. and I'm not saying. I, I think 1000% she needs to be. I think she was, I agree. you would be Spot open to on. it. Yeah. She oh was my, my favorite God. part of the movie. 100%. Yeah. The only problem Fantastic. is she was, she was unbelievably underused. Unbelievably underused. She was essentially put there to be a punching bag. They, they cut a lot of footage with her. And that and is, it, that is yeah. so unfortunate because the character of Kara is such a rich, effing character better than Kal-El at times like better than Kal-El at times and yeah. I hope that she comes back because I, I watched her in an interview where she said uh, Andy told her to not read or look up anything on Supergirl and play the character as she thinks and that's exactly what she did Nice. she played the character with very minimal uh, backstory on the character from comic books from shows etc mm-hmm. she then later came out and said that she watched a few stuff of like uh, I think it was the Flash TV show and um, something else. But she basically went in and made this character her own, which is always the best option. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she is she was the brightest part coming out of that movie for me. Followed closely behind by Michael Keaton because Michael Keaton is this Michael Keaton. How could he not love Michael Keaton? Um, <laughs> and 
But yeah, what she did with this character was unreal. She was just criminally underused. Criminally yeah, underused. Yeah, and from what I'm hearing, like everybody loved her. Like even casual yeah. movie fans. Like I mm-hmm. like my uncle went and saw the movie. He said he hated it, but the only thing he liked was Supergirl in the movie. Was it and Brandon I, who said that? No, my uncle Tony, but oh, his older okay. brother. But right. for me, it's like if they bring her back and then they she's Supergirl and Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow, then all is forgiven. But if this is the only time we see her as Supergirl, then that's pretty crappy, to be honest. And well, luckily, you, very short. Wait, no, Gio, go ahead. Go ahead. No, and mind you, like Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow will be a completely different Supergirl who wasn't well, tortured by the I, human I, race I say on the landing. So yeah, it's another variant of her, right? Sure. So yeah, absolutely. This yeah, is yeah. the way I see it. No, they it's not. What, the, what is the name they use? Didn't they use a name in this movie? Not a variant, but something else. Did they not use Alter, a name? Uh, I don't know. They used. They didn't use a variant. They didn't say okay. variant, though. But the way I see it is Ezra and Clooney are in that world now. There was an alternate ending where Supergirl's in it, right? So I think they purposefully did not include her because they wanted to leave the door open of her possibly being Supergirl again. And it won't be confusing because we'll never see Ezra and Clooney again. And I'm saying Clooney just as like a way to yeah. understand like that universe. But so I think it's possible we do see her back as Kara. Which hope. is why, Jacob, to your point, they cut her yeah, being in the uh-huh. ending, which exactly. you see in the trailer. It's the same shot where mm-hmm. she looks, and in the background, you see all these cameras that's outside the courthouse once Henry Allen is freed. I'm, I, I think you're on to something. I hope yeah, so. Okay. It just it it all depends on when that movie takes place because we know in the story time and the canon storyline of superman and his mythology is that when he is sent off krypton so is she and her pod essentially gets uh basically put into like hyper sleep and she's just drifting for years until she's woken up so it would have to take place before all that when like kal-el's a baby if she's coming off of krypton to help an alien which is where it gets all kind of wonky you think Uh, zod killed kal-el when he says the infant did not survive hundred percent. That's oh yeah, so brutal, man. The... He's he's such a ruthless villain. Like, Can... He's so ruthless. Real quick, uh, because I'm gonna have to hop off here uh, very soon. I just wanted to mention it because I mentioned it earlier. I was personally not a fan that they put him in Metropolis during the events of Man of Steel. Uh, Ezra on, on Ezra. Barry. Oh, Barry. I, I actually was... did like that, but I'm curious why you didn't like it. I I. You're tired of really, going back to that scene. I really don't like that every single aspect of these scene. movies is related to the events of everyone the was there. Yeah. Every single aspect of that movie or this universe is related directly to what happened. And I get it. We can have the same conversations about certain things in Marvel. Certain things. Yeah, the incident. The right, like certain, like certain things lead back to New York, but ultimately it's like moved on. Every aspect. The beginning of BVS with Ben Affleck, this movie learning that Ezra Miller was somehow there as the Flash. It just, I I didn't like that they placed him there. It's kind of tainting my memory of Man of Steel of what he did while all those other heroes were doing things around there. Yeah, but I thought they explained it well because Barry can get there in, what, 10 seconds from Central City? Well, we saw that in the beginning, yeah. It's cool that he got there, but the thing is... and. The world, what do they call it? What is that the machine world called? The world engine. The world engine, like the way gravity works with it, it made sense to me. And he was just starting out as the Flash, and he 
he was able to save like when he's put putting the kid's face away from watching his dad fall I was like oh my god like that's crazy but, but that doesn't change the fact that like the fact that he's there is the problem that you have like that the fact that they all. put him there is the problem not yeah, how they right. did it or yeah. the gravity stuff yeah. i just don't like that he was there like i yeah. it, no that's to fair. me to me it didn't serve a purpose whatsoever like at all it doesn't add to a story. It doesn't add to the story at all. You could have had him do something similar anywhere, mm-hmm. right? It could have been. But it could it say could, why that same he, thing could have happened in Central City without it having to be in Metropolis, I, and it yeah. would have had the same impact. I think the only thing it did is gave him stronger motivation to want to save that world from Zod because he wasn't able to do anything back then. Yeah, but that's it. Yeah, that that's that it. helps. But yeah. yeah, there's a lot of Man that's of Steel fair. in this movie. There's a lot of Man of Steel in every DCEU movie. <laughs> Rightfully yeah, so. And, it's it's yeah. the best DCEU movie. So. It and is, honestly, like, but like... I, it yeah, is Zod cool. was underused too, honestly. So, hey, yeah, you could tell, by the way, Michael Shannon is talking about this movie. And just like, uh, this movie was just... Uh, had, you know, I showed it, up for two weeks. And it didn't like, have narrative you know. purpose, honestly. It, honestly, it was only like, there for the action. And we haven't talked about it, but... Um, we haven't talked about the CGI. It didn't even look like he was there because they kept a mask on him the entire time. Mm-hmm. And it looked yeah. like they just CGI his face behind a mask. I mean, that's I bet that's did, what they uh, did. Hey, it was pretty awesome seeing Feyora back, even though okay, like, I'll say now really that we're much. there, if you just drop me in the middle of that action scene from when they all show up to fight Zod and his army and you just watch the action scene, I loved it, to be honest. The fighting, the action, the the stuff that we see, because there's stuff that Flash did in those scenes that I did not know he was capable of. Maybe that, maybe it's from the comics. Maybe it's the not. cyclone. Yeah, thing. that was cool. And then like seeing, like the idea of like two f- speedsters. It didn't even have to be two berries. Like just fighting in that setting was really really cool Dude. with Supergirl because, and Kryptonians are somebody that they can fight without having it to be too easy for them, right? And yeah, I just, I enjoyed the action scene, especially with Batman. Like we took our Michael Keaton Batman from those first two Batman movies, which is like, so, I mean, they're great for the time era, but obviously dated and you put them in a modern context. I loved that. I loved seeing Batman fight in a modern context or the Michael Keaton. He was great. Everything Batman was great. I thought Keaton taking on that big Kryptonian and just bomb after bomb after bomb. And Still no, but like him. he got dropped his, he's like, finally, I got him. No, you didn't. Well, and, and you know, it's, it's a weird way to say it, but it's also, it's cool. We had the same conversation last year when uh, No Time to Die came out, but they killed Batman. They actually he, killed yeah. Batman. Yeah. Right. Oh, like, no, no, they, no, 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 they, this is it. Yeah. That they was they good, killed him. The... It was like, as, as weird as it is to say, it is kind of cool to see them pull that move because we'll never, we'll never see that again. We'll never yeah. see them actually kill Batman see on Batman screen. die. Yeah. Yeah. That was I like his loving moment. I can see them doing it for Robert Pattinson's. Oh, like 20 years from now? Yeah. Something? Yeah. Um, um, our okay, so one... Oh, I want your... Yours. Show oh, go yours. ahead, Jake. Pop yeah. off. So, have a good night. Jake, Thank you as always, boys. Appreciate Thanks, man. it. Thank have you for the civil conversation. <laughs> Later, guys. Gio, you got this? Uh, sure. Let's yeah. go. All right. But uh, so. I did want to bring something up real quick. The the all right. So one thing that had me laughing, and if you guys can like change my mind, I'm okay with that. But can they recreate 
the accident of him getting his powers like just anytime they want because was there actually a storm that night did they hint like hey there's a big storm coming tonight like they well, just had to or yeah just, well like wasn't well, it regular he, daytime and then all of a sudden right when they're trying to do it, it there's a storm well he found out uh, wait what's today today's no so I'm, so. I'm talking about um no when he was oh yeah, you older mean. barry gets his powers back like you know well, uh in the michael keaton universe yeah. Well, I I guess yes. I guess it's yes. always raining in his universe. Well, to um to answer your question, yes, I do think they they can recreate the accident. You would need the chemical and enough power. The problem, like, and you know, you weren't asking about this, but the problem was Keaton's uh, establishment didn't have enough power. He ran oh, out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, I thought. Supergirl taking uh Barry Allen and slowly bringing him up to, I was the, fine with that. to the sky. I like yeah. that. that. That was a good shot, but you know, yeah, I just, yeah. So, I mean, I, I like the way all that, you know, played out. I guess what they're saying is no matter what you mix those chemicals with being electrocuted, you're getting, you're, you become a speedster. Like, I mean, Essentially, or maybe uh, only probably. Barry. I don't know. Maybe that's the only way yeah, Barry can I, become a speedster. It's I unclear. Know. I don't. I and I don't know that part of the comics. Yeah. No worries. Too well. I don't think. Yeah. Anyone has ever broached that specific? Like, I mean, outside of Barry, who would know? Yeah, right. I mean. They touch on like it in the flash touching TV the mother show. box and I turn it aside. Yeah. They touch on it in the flash TV show a bunch of times too, like how they play with that. So it's just interesting. Yeah. Uh, but I'm sure one day we'll get a new Barry Allen. So, so touch on let's that. talk real quick about the visual effects because that's that, that's a big talking point. I thought it was hit and miss, but mostly hit in my opinion. Like I love the opening sequence when he's running from central city to uh, Gotham. Uh, I enjoyed when he did go into the speed force and how they, you know, the, the chrono bowl. And like at first seeing all the characters and how they're like, how much like CGI they looked, how intentional that was. And I do take, do you what really it, think it was intentional? Because there's no way you're going to get all those actors to like show up and like, you know, do all and be in, in that just that moment. I mean, it like, already ballooned budget. I'm but. saying like, I'm more saying like, to me, when I think about the visuals, when I think about like the babies, I was like, Okay, the babies look horrible. No, that well, you looks can't terrible. Use, well, you can't use real babies to. Uh, of course not. Yeah. But I mean, like, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but I mean, like him coming out and saying, like, "Oh, it was an intentional thing to make the babies look like shit." And I'm like, "Well, I don't Ooh. know if I, 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 I don't think he said the babies, but I think it was talking. Well, see, even he was unclear. So I, you might be honest. Something. Who said that? Andy Muschietti. Oh, Muschietti. Yeah. Yeah. Like I well, was on, fine. Yeah. I was totally fine with um like anytime he ran like i i honestly didn't have a problem with it because like he said like it's supposed to look a certain 
because he's going so fast like that right. i understand well, we don't know what yeah. that would look like if it was real right yeah. so how can so we it say... might look all fuzzy and whatnot. yeah so anything like in the I speed like... force i'm i give a pass Same. anything in the speed force Same. i it was for me it was more like the babies or there's a couple super his suits his yeah. suit at times there's yeah. a couple supergirl scenes that like i was like ooh. But it wasn't all of them, though. It wasn't all of them. No, You're talking was, about when, when she slowly punches and, like, yeah, Michael and Keaton's right. It's in the trailer. A little like bit it. when she's flying, too. Yeah. 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 But it wasn't... Other than that, I actually didn't really have too much of a problem. Honestly, the thing that bothered me the most was probably the babies. The babies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, Which it wasn't I... just the babies. It was that whole scene. Like, even the, like, everything yeah. falling looked fake. Even like yeah. the utensils and all that. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, how'd you guys feel about them addressing how this Barry Allen runs by having that <laughs> moment where he's just, okay, let me go. Bam, bam. It and makes it's just sense. Like, young Barry's not like, what a, the hell are you doing? He, did, he didn't do track when he was in high school. Like, right. <laughs> he's just, <laughs> I, yeah. the only thing that annoyed me was like how dramatic he had to like, set up oh like, yeah it was like so dramatic like it was just like <laughs> and i'm like just fucking run i'm like just take just off go like literally yeah, just go. Get, do like get in the this road. and just go but it was like it reminded me of like a ballet where it's like and he yeah. had his legs crossed and stuff i right. kind of liked it, it was yeah, like... i don't know i was just like just go it's unnecessary, yeah. honestly. It, it's it very is. unnecessary, but I kind of liked it. It was it like, a, and trust me, I'm not like knocking the movie saying yeah, because that of that. Made yeah. anything. I was just like, oh my god! Like I would <laughs> understand like one or two times, but he did that like seven or eight times, where it was just this dramatic like. Slow and then he takes off, and, and I'm like, go just go. <laughs> yeah, take off. So, but I mean, that's yeah, that didn't like make me not like the movie any less or anything. Like, it wasn't that big a video. I was just like sitting there, like, go. Let's see uh, other cool moments. Michael Keaton using his uh gadgets in a in a yeah. different way than, than what mm-hmm. we see Batman. Like, he puts that device underneath the little lift and he's like, how much do you guys weigh? And he has a tape measure and he's yeah, just, that it, was it was, it was very classic. Yeah. I will say there, I mean, like I said earlier, like a lot of the humor didn't land for me. Right. But there were, I'm not saying all humor didn't land for me. There, there were was, moments for you. Yeah. Yeah. There was definitely moments where I was, I was laughing. Um, crap. Someone said it earlier in the chat. A part that got me. Oh, the lasso of truth. Part, oh that was that funny and batman yeah yeah it's like when he said that i was like Fuck. i love affleck as batman so much. Even just that, his, yeah hey affleck has the best batman voice i, he, I agree he yeah. hands down yeah. as think, batman yeah but see like for me like funnel fairy bubble bath funnel fairy bubble bath yeah so for <laughs> me, like when i said earlier that like there were sometimes it felt like force funny i think they could have just stopped at batman saying the funny thing i didn't need barry allen going i'm a virgin or whatever he said i was like to me that took away a little bit of batman's funny like i was just like i didn't need that it's like 
we finally got a funny Ben Affleck Batman moment, and then the Flash just came in, took it. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> dude, shut up! Like, I was just kind of like, which, which was a little bit weird for me because it's like that was one of the things that one of the few things I enjoyed about Justice League 2017 was that you know they they used the lasso on arthur curry mm, when he's like mm -hmm. you're gorgeous and this and that yeah. like that worked for me and they yeah. they used it again you know so i i definitely like that that part was hilarious for me i i mean when i say like said earlier like the humor didn't land there were things like that landed the back to the future and like eric stoltz and back you to know, the future I, confused me only because i didn't really know who eric stoltz was so I was <laughs> right uh, yeah, Jacob, okay. Jacob, did you get that? The whole Back to the Future, Eric Stoltz, or was that? Oh, I mean, I knew. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, like a I, surface I know level it. of it, but like, right, but right. I don't know specific yeah. details. But like, I, I enjoyed the, the comedy for the most part. But I always, the thing for me is I liked the way Ezra, I liked Ezra's comedy since the beginning of the DCEU when he first appeared. But I forget, Gio, I don't know if you remember, but there was a moment, I think it was a line between the two berries, and I just, I was cracking up. I couldn't stop laughing, but like I was the only one laughing in the theater, and yeah, it was funny. I don't remember what they said though, but like it I like some of the, the two of them. Yeah, like they said, they they threw some dirty jokes in there that like happened real quick, and then oh, they just oh, the, next the, scene, the but... whole thing where like oh, the outfit is like very tight down yeah. here, and it, yeah. But I don't think that was the one I'm talking about. But right, I like that right. too. There, that was, okay, yeah. so that there was one part. And it might be even what you're talking about that I was just like, whatever. Uh, what was it? It was all I remember his just go, him just going my dick. Mm -hmm. I was just like, well, he was like saying that. like the the suit hurts, and he's like, you want to know where it hurts? My dick. That's yeah. What he said. I, I, <laughs> and then it like the scene cut right after that. Yeah. Like, like to something we, serious. I was like, <laughs> we know, we we got it. Like we assumed it was your. Dick. but Gio, before like i know we're getting close to done but i just want to go back to look this movie has a lot of problems right it sure. really does oh not a lot of problems i'll say but it's it's mixed there people are mixed on it right it has it has issues just like any movie does i enjoyed it but i think for me we got to go back to that grocery store scene at the end that is the heart of this movie I will agree with you with, with what you said earlier, Jacob. It was Gio, Gio, I think. Yeah. Gio, mm -hmm. about anytime the mom and him were there was great. Yeah, yeah. See, that's the core. Like, that should have been the core focus of the movie, the, the emotional anchor. And it was, but I think they, they should have leaned more into it. I would have liked to have seen the older Barry interact with his mom more, like, in the middle of the movie. It's like he met her in, at the dinner table and then the grocery store scene, and that's it. Like no yeah. other interaction, but that grocery store scene is absolutely beautiful. Like I don't care who you are, if you don't like this movie, like at that, that moment is heartbreaking because he has to do it. Yeah, he has to, and, and he's essentially killing her. Yeah, it, yeah. Without like physically stabbing her with a knife, like he's essentially doing it. Yeah. But then, so this whole movie. He learned his lesson, right? And I didn't plan on bringing this up, but I just remembered it. But then he still goes, I'm guessing on his way back to his timeline, he stopped and moved the 
the pea. What was it? Bean? The tomatoes. Bean? The, the, tomatoes the can of tomatoes. To the top shelf, so yeah. his dad shows his face. He's still messing with time. So that's how Clooney ends up in yeah in that universe well, or whatever. Oh, yeah. that's how I took it. And I think it goes back to one of the original endings of the movie because how else would you get Keaton in the main DCEU and mm-hmm. Sasha Kaye's Supergirl in the main DCEU? Um, I think it was just one of those things where it's just like, okay, we're going to do this and we're going to leave it because maybe the audience will think that's Barry Allen's way of, I can't save my mom one but parent. I, my I can't save my mom because it'll do all of this. But if I save my dad, I'll be in another universe, but I can live with that because I have my dad. Mm-hmm. And later on, he finds out, okay, I thought this other universe was going to have Bathlick in it. And I see Clooney and I'm like, who the is that? You know? So again, that's more speculation. He actually it's said, all... dropped the F-bomb, right? Didn't he? He did. Yeah. He yeah. dropped the <laughs> F-bomb. But see, that's how like this movie, like if you really look at the story and be like, okay, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense because the story changed because the studio was bought out from AT&T to Discovery, new owners, they decided we need to keep the Flash. We'll cancel Batgirl, but we need to keep the Flash because we need a movie that's going to be a hit. Obviously, it wasn't the hit that they expected with fifty-five million, and you know who knows. But I, I don't think honestly that that that's inconsequential in, in my opinion. The DCU is done. It's done. It's over. With. Not the. Whether this one, movie, there's still one more movie. There is still one more movie, but you can't say it's done when there's still another one. No, coming. no, but that movie is in the Clooneyverse now. Is it? Or did I'm it pretty happen, sure it or is. Or did it happen before the Flash? They're mm, not going because James Gunn. I, I don't know if you guys saw this on Twitter, but James Gunn said Blue Beetle is now yeah the first character in the DCU. It's not the first movie. But he'll be the first character. I still want somebody to explain that to me. Like, I I heard another podcast talking about it, and they were like, yeah, this makes sense. And I was like, how? How does that make sense? It because, well, no, 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 no. I, I think, because, I, I, I think we're looking at it. movie flops, they, can, they don't have to give him unless another movie. Unless there's a post-credit scene. Oh, like, you could say Blue Beetle takes place in the original DCEU, right? And then by the end of Blue Beetle, the events of Flash happened and it changed. And now that Blue Beetle is in the new DCU, but the movie was in the DCEU. That's the only way I see it. No, Jacob, I I think here's here's a more easier way to look at it. The Blue Beetle is the first character in the DCU. The first movie that will be made under the DCU banner is Superman legacy because blue beetle was already shot before James Gunn took over mm-hmm. James Gunn with the flash movie allows himself a soft reboot. That's why we're getting Amanda Waller, even though like it's, it's the DCU, right? That's why he can pick and choose. He could take Amanda Waller. He could yeah. take Harley Quinn. He can take. I mean, Peacemaker. With the way they explained it all in this movie. Yeah. They can take anybody and 
and then replace anybody too. So I think what he's saying is Blue Beetle is the first character in the DCU because I'm choosing mm. that character to be a part of my universe. But okay. the first DCU hey, movie. I'm not complaining I, that they're doing it because I yeah. I'm very well, J- James Gunn. Yeah. James Gunn has to that. find a way to navigate. Yeah. He I'm has to find a way excited to... for that movie. But like right. they're basically saying the movie's not canon, but you're going to see. Uh, which, by which, that character in which makes me yeah which makes me curious if there's a post-credit scene that that was shot you know See, now like i don't think i take that differently i think the movie will be canon i think in my honest opinion and this might be the pessimist in me sure i think it's a little bit of if the movie doesn't do what we need it to do we can just we can at least just say he's the character and not and he could just be like a, you can use him in the sense of like a Peter Parker was to Tony Stark. Like you can still have him play Blue Beetle. You don't necessarily have to give him another movie, but you can still keep that character without having to revisit basically anything from the movie. If it does well, then you get to now build on that movie in your universe. Yeah, so I mean, it's they a have of, a lot of flexibility. Yeah, yeah it. I mean, it, it's definitely more flexible than anything. I mean, Flash and Aquaman. No, for um, sure. So I honestly just think you'll know more about it when they see how much money this brings in. It's fair, and it doesn't need to bring in a billion dollars. It doesn't need. In fact. How much was it? Mu- it probably doesn't have a huge budget. I don't know. It was made on the HBO at the time in HBO Max budget because it was made for HBO. Well, I'm Max, sure but... the budget must uh, have increased, right? A little pretty, bit. It's pretty big, actually. Uh, one was 100, it... 120 million. Mm, okay. That's not that's that's not bad at all for, for a comic movie. And you know, you got yeah, but for a no movies... name, not a no name, but not one of your main. Oh, sure. Things. Yeah, especially if you're looking at Flash is just like barely crossing that right now, right. the 120. Yeah, yeah, it's a little scary. A little scary, but I, I don't think they also need it to be as successful as anything else. Like Superman, they that if that movie doesn't do well, they have a huge it, problem. It has to make more than than Man of Steel. Because if it makes less than Man of Steel, but people are loving and celebrating it, I'll be like, no, 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 no. Because y'all said 10 years ago, Man of Steel was a flop. So why does Superman Legacy get a pass if it made less than Man of Steel? Because it's fun. Wasn't it like 600 million or something? 660 million. Man of Steel? Yeah. I mean, technically... That's Box profitable. Office. Well, I mean, its budget was huge. Two hundred, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, but its box office was barely six. profitable. Yeah, so I mean, it made a little over three hundred fifty thousand, and it was coming off of Superman. Returns, 350 so, yeah. But. So I mean, yeah. I mean, but how long did that that character sat dormant for a little bit? Did it not? Who? Superman from between. Well, uh, as far as solo movies go, yeah, because BVS was originally supposed to come out July of 2015, but it got pushed to 2016 
because well, I mean, super. You got the Dawn of Justice. We got to add that, huh? Well, I mean, I'm talking between Returns and Man of Steel. That thing sat there for seven years. Superman went seven years untouched. Oh yeah, that's how so, like, that Returns was. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it would be a huge problem, huge problem if Superman didn't do well. So yeah. I'm hoping. So, but, yeah. But real I mean, quick. We'll see. Real quick, because uh, I know we got to wrap up. How'd you guys feel about the cameos? You got Nick Cage as Superman. You got <laughs> George Reeves. You, I got, yeah. I never ahead. honestly cared for the idea of Nick Cage being Superman, but I know that like it was his dream to play the character. So like it kind of made me happy that right. even if nothing ever comes from it again, like. He'll always still have that little Nick yeah. Cage got to wear the suit. It was yeah. just a, a callback, a part. Yeah, it was just yeah. a shout out to Tim Burton and Kevin Smith, and hopefully a shout out to John Schnepp and the death of Superman. Yeah, John Schnepp. Because mm-hmm. I, I, that's what I thought of when I saw that. I want to watch that documentary again. I was yeah. like, John Schnepp would lose his crap right now if he saw this. I, I mean, crazy. I thought that that part was cool. I. Christopher know. Reeve. I honestly don't. I oh, where's I, Rachel at? Come on, Rachel. Christopher <laughs> nah, it's Reeve. It's cool. Like they just used old footage of the characters. I think right. Like, yeah, but I'm hearing they didn't ask to do that. Oh, I mean, Which, I think they own the the rights, but still, yeah. like, they could ask permission as far as like just common courtesy, right? I yeah. I would. I mean, because like, whatever footage they shot from those movies, they own it. Yeah, like they can use it just, as whatever they, however they want. Yeah. I don't know. It just still, they should have asked as the families or whatever for common. And if I'm wrong, I'm fine. But I have no problem being wrong. It's just I kept hearing that, and I was like, uh, "How it's, do you it's, know?" It's difficult though when someone's passed away for me. Yeah, like well, I, I understand mean, they own it, but like for me, it's a little bit. If they did get the family's blessing, like oh, then, then like the Reeves right. estate, then it's like okay. But I I don't know that. That's yeah, I don't know yeah. that either. And we may never know what the actual truth is. But like, if it's not, then I'm like, uh, but if it is, then great. I think it's kind of weird that they did that in, but they only did like, like a footage flyby of the Adam West Batman. Like you right. didn't even like really get to like see mm-hmm. it. Like if I wouldn't have recognize the suit which was barely even you could barely even see it too i wouldn't have you no one would ever know if you didn't already like know that i thought there was a caesar romero uh laugh as well but like but like guys honestly would 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 any of the kids in your class have any clue who any of those characters were i mean like they 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 would probably know who superman was and batman but the significance of it they'd be like huh well they they'll know that that's superman that's batman they don't know adam west exactly right like they're gonna have no idea who that is playing him (laughs) but they'll be like oh look another superman how do you not have christian bale's batman in some some appearance because like that was a batman because for I, a generation Christopher like, nolan said he would exactly mm-hmm. yeah yeah no, I mean, was, yeah like they tried That's, and oh you exactly want me back why. at warner brothers you want me yeah. to work with warner brothers again you ain't gonna do that and i heard like that he like basically threatened them like 
you're like, not. everything's not. multiverse I love except it. the nolan universe <laughs> i love it what did i say like Zack Snyder's his boy. He's like, you ain't doing either but way. Anyways. I think just how he's not very happy with Warner Brothers. He was like, you're not touching my Batman. Like, and to be honest, he's kind of like untouchable. So it's kind of like just yeah. it where it lays. Like, honestly, like, just don't touch it. <laughs> those are almost perfect, a perfect trilogy. Just leave it where it lays. Don't right. do anything. A couple of uh, things I want to bring up before we uh, end the show here. Gordon Post. One of my biggest wishes was that I wanted to see Batman Beyond movie with Keaton as Bruce Wayne. Yeah, <laughs> apparently Walter Hamada had something like that planned, which he conveniently announced after he yeah. got let go. But yeah, I was hoping they would go that angle as well. I mean, Terry McGinnis, come on now. Who wouldn't want to see that? I I think that that is more of a possibility than people think. Well, you could just say it's, oh, it's a different, different version of him. Yeah, but they're doing Brave and Bold right now, so maybe not like... Yeah, but I mean, if you have an older Batman, then you can kind of play in... I Give know me Ben Affleck back in 10 years, Scott. <laughs> I, I will say I left the theater going like, damn, I really said that Affleck's not getting his... Batman. Yeah. He yeah. said, "Not maybe another time, kid." Or what did he say? Not this time. Not this. <laughs> yeah, time. not yeah. this time. Damn, Gordon again. That was his last line. Maybe another time. <sighs> hey, maybe that was him telling us. Maybe another time. Maybe. Yeah. Be cool. He that was him talking to us, but also Keaton said it too. <laughs> Gordon, which would you rather have had the Flash with Keaton's Batman or Batgirl with Keaton's Ooh. Batman? Batgirl. I mean, Batgirl, if you don't include J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon, because like that whole thing confused the hell out of me. That was weird, yeah. J.K. Simmons is Batflix Commissioner well, Gordon. Just, they would have just said multiverse. Wait, was... Well, sure, but it's just, I don't know. Like, for, I, I guess it's a personal preference. No, like, I agree with you. Like, I, I, I would you. say Batgirl with Keaton's Batman if you find another Commissioner Gordon. So, I don't know. Yeah. It's disappointing, but what can you do? And then a couple uh, super stickers here. We got Jeffrey Miller. Thank you so much. Look uh, at that picture. Jeffrey has <laughs> uh, donated to the channel before. Appreciate you. And Karen. Hi, Karen. Five dollars. Here, Jake, go watch The Flash again. <laughs> you know you love it. All right. Well, that's going to do it, guys. That's our final discussion on the DCE. Well, no, Maybe it's not. Hard. You still have Aquaman. We'll see about that. But uh, yeah, oh, so okay. Tentatively speaking, it's our final discussion on the DCEU. I mean, I'm treating it that way. What a run, guys. What what a 10-year... I mean, God, so much... Drama. Controversy, drama, stress, back and forth, debates, fighting, and whatnot. Obviously, we're too tired nowadays to 10 years later. We're just... We're just going with it and we're having a good time and having a conversation and we we're appreciate all of you. And some low lows. Some high highs and some low lows, man. God, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I will man. say this movie did make me want to rewatch Man of Steel really bad. Like <laughs> there you bad. go. Man of it Steel was... is damn near perfect. 
It's it's. Oh, you hear that, Jacob? We got him. We got him. I've always been a Man of Steel person. That that man. That's my favorite Superman. Oh well, you're with me that it made you a fan of Superman, right? Like before that, I hated Superman. I despised him. I just had no interest in Superman at all before that movie. And now I love him. Yeah, I will disagree. That is one thing I do disagree with Jake on is how is how he doesn't like everything connecting to that. Mm. Yes, I get it. It does get a little monotonous, but it works. Like it's so different than the ancient one being there fighting on the rooftop it. of the well, New York. For me, for me, it's their version of how Tony Stark is has a hand in everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's how that. I've always looked yeah. at it, where it's like a disgruntled employee. Uh, da, 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 da. It's like it always huh? somehow finds its way back to him. Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah. Well, next. that'll do it, guys. Oh, yeah. Next, Barbie week. next month, Karen. Sorry. Woo-hoo. All right. <laughs> I'm going to send you. There, there are early screenings, Brian. I saw. It's, you do realize it's only like a day before. The early screening, the movie comes out the 20th. and the That's 24 are... hours prior. Yeah, because they're trying to get ahead of Oppenheimer. Oh, wow. <laughs> that'll be an interesting uh, showdown. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that'll do it, guys. Thank you so much, Brian. I'm going to let you hit the buttons on the queue. Oh, good idea. I would have just Thank you there. so much, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you for the donations. Thank you for the conversations and the chat. It's been fun. It's been a time. I'm still going to rock this poster. It ain't going nowhere. Neither is this or this. And um, forever celebrating that. (laughs) Uh, You guys can follow our social medias uh, down in the description there and where you can find us, our YouTube channel, social media and whatnot. We appreciate you guys so much for Jake, who's off camera taking care of business and Brian and Jacob and Gio and Keith. We miss you. We wish you were here. We know you're a big Keaton fan. That's going to do it. Until next week, you guys take care. Bye-bye.